are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman and this is Season 10. ZK, I cannot believe it. <laughs> 10 seasons. Congratulations to Nachum and Miriam. It's a real, real... I'm actually got... I'm a little uh, teary-eyed right now. I actually joined halfway through Season 10. They didn't know, a, you know... A, I didn't. What do you mean through season 10? So I only started halfway through season 10. Of Nachum Siegel. Of Nachum Siegel Network. Network. Um, Nachum's been on the radio, you know, for 30-something years. <laughs> Probably closer to 40 at this point. Um, and he started the network about, well, we know 10 years ago. And there was a great lineup of guests. I don't want to, like, start naming them because I probably will leave someone out. Um, but I wasn't in that first few months. I joined uh, February of season 10. Um, and I've never looked back. It's been, we've had great sponsors, Abel's and Hyman over the years, Natural and Kosher Cheeses, Gourmet Glart. Um, it's been a wild ride. And, and here we are. We should have counted how many guests we've had, hundreds of guests. In yeah. I've met amazing people, which I've become friends for in real life. I don't think I knew you guys at the beginning. We got to know each other... From the food scene. It's, about, it's food? about 10, 11 years now. Yeah. yeah. Joy yeah. of kosher. When are you? Avon. Avon. But I don't think I knew you at Batavon. I think we met at events and stuff yeah. like that. It was about two years before we started Joy of Kosher. So, yeah. Right. We right. did. We did. Okay. But I d- you were on the radio show for, for Batavon? No, no. Not the radio show. Yeah. I think that even may predate it. Right? Did yeah. It? Yeah. So, so it's really, I've met a, a lot of people and I'm really grateful to Nachum and Miriam, uh, ZK, Yoni for getting us this far and it's been a wild foodie ride. I'm loving every minute and really I just want to thank the listeners because without the listeners we have zero. Oh yes, Yoni and his colour. Yoni is married. Yeah, very exciting. I know, I missed the wedding. I felt a bit bad but I was away so... Um, so very nice. So lots of lots of good simchas. Where were you? Atlanta, I don't know. No, I wasn't. Florida, Florida. Israel. I was mostly uh, been, in you've Israel. Been, you've been like everywhere. Are there, I, are there any states you haven't covered yet? Yeah. So so <laughs> so Shlomi's now interviewing me on travel. So that's fine. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I actually. I know you want to talk about. I know it. I do. Well, you know, it's not so much about food. It's about adventure. Uh, food, food is a side thing we travel. It's always a bonus when there's a kosher restaurant. Um, but yes, but that, that's, I'm sorry, that's not true. The fact that our travel, being religious kosher Jews, wherever we go, it's about food. Right. Well, I always have to hit up the kosher, kosher supermarket in Montana to find what to cook in my Betty Crocker. You know, or, or we. A lot of us just try and go to places that have a lot of kosher. Right, but food. I, I want to go. I plan. I will be when the show airs. No, next week. No, next week I will – when the show is airing, I will have already recorded a show earlier on in the week, but I will be in Santa Fe, New Mexico. No kosher food. They have food, kosher meat at Trader Joe's and they have a small aisle. I'll let you know. Stay tuned for that. But I really like to see everything and any, anything, and I want to go hot air ballooning in Santa Fe cause, or Albuquerque. That's the thing to do. I try to do the thing there is to do. What are you taking on the hot air balloon? What am I taking on? A Flashings magazine. Cheese. Okay. <laughs> To read. That, to read while to I eat. read as I float around. And to eat? And to eat. I don't know. I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was like champagne and cheese. Champagne and why. cheese. I don't know. I will investigate that yeah. for the show. I will investigate that. I will maybe take some wine with it. I don't know. It's a sunrise hot air balloon ride, so I don't know what to expect. Mimosas? Mimosas, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But yes. Yeah, so some I, herring. 
some herring, of course. Herring always. <laughs> it's always about herring with us. We love herring. Um, yeah. So, so I've been I've been traveling a lot. Um, and actually, part of my intro. Let's talk about that. I have a whole thing. Um, I didn't even do my intro. My whole. For those of you who don't know me, I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I wrote two cookbooks: Perfect Flavors and Perfect for Pesach. And um, um, I'm just going to say that we're going to talk about a little bit about perfect Rosh Hashanah dishes in a couple of minutes with... Because perfect for Pesach is not just for Pesach. It's perfect for all year round, um, as is the Fleischix magazine. <laughs> um, anytime you don't feel like coming, anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Uh, I hope you'll tune in every week to hear about our foodie adventures, our kosher food traveling and sharing of great foodie ideas and recipes. Um, but we want to hear about from you. I love when you email me, when you WhatsApp me, when you Facebook message me. Just keep it going. I love it, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. And Siegel is spelled S-E-G-A-L. Once in a while, I'll get emails like that they they like, I couldn't reach you. And I, you know, they, they say, I tried you at your Nachum Siegel address, but they spelled Siegel wrong. Go figure. Um, so I just realized you're missing something in your bio. You don't say anything about chop competitions. Oh, yeah. Chop competitions. Uh, I've done like 300 of them at this point. It's unbelievable. It's, un- I, want, it's I don't think anyone's done more than that. No, I started the industry yeah. <laughs> for the kosher market. <laughs> That's for sure. This summer, I had a bunch of people reach out. I sent them to you, but most of you were out of town. I was, I was away a lot. Yeah. I was away a lot. So, yeah, so I'm really like, I like hearing from everyone, and I really like had an amazing summer. I just want to give a shout out to some of the camps that I worked in, um, besides NCSY, I spent four weeks in Israel, eating, eating my way through Israel, being with my kids and grandkids, and uh, NCSY, I did nine chop competitions for their various groups, from Give, Jolt, Michlelet, I'm, I'm Rescue, Israel ID, shout out, big shout out to Israel ID, um, uh, Next Step, um, it was it was unbelievable. I had an amazing summer. If I'm not mistaken, you actually schlepped stuff from here for that, yeah, right? Yeah, so I bought all the equipment from uh, New York to food Israel. Food items also? No, food we actually used in Everything we got Israel. And I used a lot of Israeli products and uh, typical Israeli foods in the chop competitions. Like they had to make falafels and bamba and falafel and bamba together. See the crazy dishes they came out with. It's amazing. I actually left all my dishes, pots and pans in Israel so I can um, go back to Israel and do more. Except by the time I left Israel, you had that one-week quarantine thing. So whatever. We'll see. that, that This too shall pass. Um, shout out to Camp Kaylee where I spent a week doing chop competitions and bobka baking. We baked 500 bobkas in one day. It was crazy amazing. Um, Camp Simcha up in the Catskills and Camp Simcha Without Borders in Chicago. Um, I had really a great time with everyone and I'm very, very grateful. Various camps and, and uh, in the mountains and bungalow colonies, but you know now it's back to talking about Yontif, I just want a, sh- a shout out to some of the restaurants that I ate in over the summer that really just were outstanding. Um, I've just come back from Miami, so we're going to start backwards, but uh, Streets, delicious, Tasty Beach, outstanding, always love going to Tasty Beach. Um, Pier 26, have you guys been there? Have you been there, Barbara? No? Okay, um, we'll talk to Barbara in a couple minutes. Um, Shlomi, have you been to Pier 26? Uh, outstanding. Um, Wall Street Grill Meat in Brooklyn, uh, Crown Heights. I was there last week for the first time as a guest of Flashix Magazine. Outstanding. If you have not been to Meat uh, in New York, 
in the Crown Heights. You've got to get yourself over there. I, I really was outstanding. I, I'm going to keep, I keep talking about it everywhere I go. So I got winery. I mean, besides all the amazing restaurants they ate in, Danielle Renov and I, we went to this. It used to be Chaba in, in yes. the Shuk, and now Chaba it's called. Chaba's gone, and it's called Lyon. I saw, I didn't realize it was the same place. Yeah, same place. Excellent. Danielle and I ordered something, um, and we thought it was going to be a completely different dish when it came out, and it was like, we were like, mind blown. You know, like, wow, this is really cool. So we're very impressed. So uh, those of you in Israel, go check out Leon. Um, and in Chicago, I was in Chicago. I was actually in Chicago twice in a week. Go figure. Um, and I ate in a restaurant called Nuovo. I don't know how to pronounce it. A milky Chalav Israel uh, New dairy, high-end dairy restaurant in Chicago, really outstanding. We literally had, I went with the mums from Simcha Without Borders. We had everything on the menu. It was amazing. There's nothing like good milkica food. And it was, the mums were like, they were so excited because they, a lot of them live like, they, we met in Chicago, but some of them lived out of town in Chicago. and I mean, Cleveland or Cincinnati, and they don't have a lot of kosher restaurants. So they were like so excited. So we just literally ordered the entire menu. And it was, and they sent out some cocktails, and we had a blast. It was really great. So just support the New York restaurant scene. Support the Chicago restaurant scene. Support the Israel restaurant scene. They, we're coming support up. Support the restaurant scene in general. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Now. They had a hard, really hard summer, you know, and last year and a half. Re- again. Now there's new restrictions. They have to they have to force people to be vaccinated in certain places. Uh, it's just challenging. It's like it's not like the bigger stores are being. Walmart is not being forced to do that. Somehow the restaurants keep getting the brunt of it, and people think that them doing it is coming from them. It's really not. It's it's tricky. It's a mess. It's so hard. I feel yeah. really bad for everyone. When I went when I first got to Israel, the beginning July 9th, there was hardly anyone had a mask. You kind of like wore it off your wrist. By the time I left on August 2nd, you had to wear a mask in the store. You really had to wear a mask. So I saw that. And then the, the extra quarantine, it's very hard. But support your local, you know, stores. Even if you buy, maybe we've spoken about this before, buy a gift certificate. If you don't want to eat out right now or you can't, buy a gift certificate and use it later. Give it to a friend who might want to. It's it's really like we got to keep everyone afloat. I can't believe we're still talking about this. I thought well, this would be long gone. But guys, we have got a really exciting show. I've got – that was a really long 10-minute intro. It's been a while. It's, been, it's a while. been a while. We're just catching up. So I've got like a lot of guests today on the show. Um, but in the house, we've got uh, Shlomi Kine from Flashix Magazine and Barbara Benzusan from – her own, from her own travel journeys and from her own story in life. And she's got an amazing new product. She and her husband have taken to market some olive oil. I've also got a very special friend, his mother-in-law. Shout out to Mush. And his mother-in-law <laughs> it works with me at the Mishpacha. Ahava Erin Price herself is in the house with us, in my house. Remember, we took the studio since Corona started. I haven't been back since pour him into the into the studio wow. so we, zk comes to me which we have to say the parking is way better sorry nachem mm-hmm. and miriam the parking is better in long island so i have is joining us as well uh to just sit on the chit chat i've not even offered anyone a cold drink of water i'm really bad hostess today okay we will bring some cold drinks um but in meanwhile shalomi how are you i'm great it's been a busy summer Actually, yeah. it's been a very exciting summer we must do a few times because surprisingly we managed to get a few events going I know. I had total FOMO on the um, app one. I still don't. So have we had we had, before the app one. We actually did a cookbook launch party for Cena at AJ Madison. That was a lot of fun. I've got to get Cena in person event. It was actually really nice to be able to do that. Um, 
the food was actually made by Jacqueline stuffed, and that was that was great. So that feature is actually coming up in the Sukkot issue, together with together with another event, the one at Wolf and Lamb, which I think you were in Chicago. No, I was back. No, you weren't. Wolf and Lamb, the app one. Oh yes, you were at twenty six. Yeah, you were at Pier twenty six. Yeah, because I couldn't dump my I couldn't dump my husband <coughs> to come to an event. <laughs> okay, the event was really nice, but it was all about uh, we did a live article event for the app, which has just launched. And I need to get it, Shlomi. You have it. I just I just got to give you a way to get in with your password. That's oh, all. okay. So guys, we'll set it up. Shlomi, Shlomi has an app, guys. So how do, Shlomi how do, doesn't have an app. Flashix has an app. But he is Flashix. Like, it's like saying I have an app. Well, I don't really have an app, but I have. A but yeah, I'll just I just okay. showed you quickly. But the so, app is amazing. It basically has all. The previous recipes, which means that if we look for Nomi Nachman, yes, we will find Nomi Nachman. Um, what we're going to do is we're just going to search it quickly. And basically, we're offering it. It's 100% free. It's connected to the subscriptions. So only subscribers can get it. Oh. Um, well, which is, which is why I've got to give. So here we go. I just searched Nomi. Guys, this is so exciting. Okay. And we go contributors. Nomi Nachman has 15 recipes. And there I have you go. 15 recipes. That's, that's almost a book. There you go. Okay. And I'm going to assume that most of them are Pesach-related. Yeah, Although, I did a lot for you for Pesach. Yes. I mean, perfect for Pesach. And, right, uh, right, right. You have been working on Pesach for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the app is basically oh, all the recipes. Oh, so good, Shlomi. Yep, thank you. Oh, my God, they look, it looks amazing. Remem okay. rem remember the crepes that we, the crepe, we did, the yeah, whole shtick? Yeah, you and I had a crepe contest. So basically, you have all the ingredients. You can actually add it to your shopping list. You start cooking, you have all there. It's all right there. Very easy to use. We worked. Amazing. We worked for about a year on this. And who to get made it right. the app for you? Uh, Mansales got the team together because okay. that, that's out of our wheelhouse. Right, right. Now, who is Mansales? Mansales is our marketing firm in Lakewood. They do phenomenal work. They actually do the design of the magazine. Too. Can I just say, the magazine has amazing content, but it has a sense of humor all by itself. That that comes from them, a hundred percent. I know that we've spoken. I was just about flipping that. through, and I was actually just starting to to see like what I wanted to point out. This is a new column we just started. It's called the Freg Zone. What does Freg mean? What does Freg mean? Anyone Freg? Freg. It's Yiddish to ask. Oh, Freg. Uh. So it's like a new. It's a new column asking the experts. The the the. the <laughs> you really Ashkenaz, but we'll talk about Barbara yeah, in a minute. Yeah. With. But this this came from the. I mean, obviously, like the lines and these cute quirks, and the quirky comments comes from them. The new column, basically, all the contributors, we get people to ask questions and they answer. Okay, great. Um, I can't wait till it's. My obviously, turn. it's a it's a Rosh Hashanah issue, so we covered honey, all different types of honey. I mean, you have you have the hot honey and you have the bee pollen. There's like so many f really interesting honeys from Israel, Jerusalem, Negev. Galilee. Oh, very nice. Um, I I'm still love the tubey honey in the tubes. Yes. I'm still obsessed with them. <laughs> you, you know who brought them to... Uh, to yeah, to go make like you. And because <laughs> of you, I found them for my book launch. That's right. They're, they're great people. Really, from Canada. From Canada. I can't even pronounce where they're from. So we did a whole honey article. Obviously, it is Rosh Hashanah. Schiffer did a whole bunch of recipes using honey. Yeah, I'm actually... There's a date, tartar in there or something... Tuna carpaccio, something. That's coming. That comes later. We'll get to that in okay, a second. Okay, sorry, because I'm. That's on my menu. But I was. I, I was just trying to out. get here because this is. I don't. I don't contribute often. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a chef. I'm, I mean, I do enjoy the kitchen. He plays one on TV. But um, basically, I, I have fun. I like taking stuff, 
playing around and uh, this is grilled vegetables that's really not my thing although when we barbecue especially when we have so many zucchini we've been doing a lot of grilling now why does he say so many zucchinis because we were just talking a few minutes ago that we both grow a lot of vegetables in the backyard and we both grow a lot of tomatoes and zucchinis really flourish this summer so basically i over the actually the truth i did this last year and we were going to feature last year and it didn't it didn't happen there was too much going on so we're doing it now but we took i doubled up the recipe the, the amount that we were grilling and I'm, I used half, I turned them into dips. So we oh. took to turn grilled zucchini into a fire-roasted zaba ganoush. And you'll taste it. A lot of people eat baba ganoush. So they use the eggplant and like that acidity, like they get that tingling feeling yeah. in their throat. You don't get it with this. And it tastes very much like baba ganoush. It's huh. really good. It's I, I'm going to try that. Gr- grilled sweet potato we turn into a sweet potato hummus. I love that. I've had that. Outstanding. Yeah. And then grilled tomatoes, onions. Oh, sorry. Grilled tomatoes, onions, he and knows. peppers. He's South African. <laughs> Can you guys tell the difference between our accents? Mine is not that strong, but uh, the tr- when I'm around South Africans, it's a little bit strong. But yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Does he sound South African to you? He doesn't sound American. Okay. Okay. And go. me? Do I sound Australian? Oh, of course. Of course. Immensely. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Really? When I hear Mush's family from Australia, I know he really doesn't have his accent. <laughs> That's fine. 20 years in Israel, you know, does it to you. So basically we took all these like vegetables that we were grilling anyways. So this was grilled tomatoes, onions and peppers. We turned into a matbucha. I, I love that. I, I, so that was great. So clever. I don't know how I actually missed that. Because it's just... Vegetables. I probably just turned it. It's I'm like, vegetables, hey, yeah, I make grilled vegetables. Crackle. But I didn't see this. I have to give this some love. I have to show people on, on Instagram. I wish I could get that, them into it. Also, you have to also know that Shlomi knows how to cook and he's very creative all by himself. So I am, but I get this a lot on Instagram. As, as good as I am, everyone likes Shifra better. For good reason. We love Shifra. For good reason. And I'm, I'm not offended. <laughs> she is the talent. She's, she's so talented and she is such a smart talented writer and yeah. she can can have all the ideas I mean, but she can write it all down I can't write anything down we're going through the Rosh Hashanah issue but one of the we just went to print the Sukkot issue the Yom Tov issue and one of the features we did was um, we met with the Grow and Behold team Moshe Wendell and we were just schmoozing and the schmooze became about how we all kind of started it was actually around your time also back in 2010 we were hanging out and like how it's changed till now and it's fascinating to see certain things. You'll see, you'll see it in the article. It's really yeah, I like I like to see. Yeah, two thousand and ten. <laughs> no, but I'm saying two thousand and ten right. to now, like how different things have changed and evolved. Right. Yeah, I, I I even think about like kosher fest where things used to be. I've been going to kosher fest except for last year. I've never missed one. Um, but the evolution of for sure how that it went from like filter fish smoked salmon was everywhere and that was such a treat to have smoked salmon do you remember that when you were growing smoked up smoked salmon like kind of evolved into gravlaks gefilte fish what's herring. that what's going to evolve oh herring Her- okay. fancy herring so well well, gefilte fish turned into all these baked fancy gefilte fishes and herring I happen to know of a company. now all these fancy herrings yep, you know yep. like um, Rebbe's choice um, but even back in 2010 I think I think if I'm not mistaken, Jax was the one who started the whole beef bacon, the facon. Right. Oh, totally. And now it's like... Everyone does it. Everyone's making it. Everyone's yeah. using it. Yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. No, there's been a big evolution. But anyway, it's okay. Back to the flesh. So we actually did challah. It's become a steady column. We did some salami apple rose challahs. Mandy Silverman. You Mandy's know Mandy? Mandy's great. I've never met her. I met her. She sent me challahs in the beginning. Mandelicious, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, when she first was starting and she... She's actually very funny. 
Yeah? I've yeah. never met her in person. I haven't met her in person. I is see she her in Boston? Is she in Boston? I, I think, think so. I okay, think so. yeah. Shout out to you, Mandy. We've got to get you in on the show. So she, she did, yeah, she, she did a, what's it called, the Rose Salami Apple Chala. She also did a date and beef babka. Date and beef. Okay, that's, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know how people are doing... I'm like, huh, okay. I like got, a pulled beef that. babka? Yeah. That's, okay, so this is... I had a daily babka on Shabbos. I mean, what's a date is pretty much like Ceylon. It's just a sweetness. Right. Right, but so she's they, she sweetened the the, the meat, meat the meat with dates. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, very and then, Rosh Hashanah. Oh, and this, this one actually Shifra just I helped her. We were doing a TV segment. Carrot oh, he cake. says that so like we just did TV segment. I mean, you're not the only one that does them for kosher. No, I haven't. We know. I haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> no, but I like that you just kind of like it's cool. Of it's course, cool. That, that, that's the way we do things. Yeah, but this is a carrot cake babka. <gasps> yes, that did attract my attention. Um, and because I make a lot of carrot muffins for my clients that I cook for, so it's that's in this like kind of like. So we actually had to make because we were doing the segment. You know how it is. You need one ready, not baked, one ready baked, and then you need the ingredients. So we ended up with like four babkas. So she cut it up, and she last night she made some kind of bread pudding out of it. Oh yeah, nice. I I do a pumpkin babka for Thanksgiving. Yeah. When I was doing my Zoom classes, they wanted something a little bit different, so I did a pumpkin babka. It's probably similar kind of thing. Do you put? Like the canned, I don't, I don't. It was know. a mix. Actually, it was fascinating. It actually had like pudding mix in there. Oh. It was, it was, it was Mandy's thing, and yeah, it, was, it was really good. Butcher's cut. We covered chuck steaks. Have you, have you played around with chuck steaks? Number one, I loved on Instagram last night how you did this gif, how you made the meat swing. I thought if that people, was... if people only know how much. Okay, first of all, when we do the shoot, so I do that with Schneer. Yeah. So we have to play around and get it. You know, it's stop go. It's like motion stuff. Yeah. You know? I don't so know. It takes some time. We're well, fine. But then you have to actually go and make it. These days you have apps on your phone. It takes a while, but uh, I definitely have fun with that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah. So what is what is a chuck steak steak? It's right. Ju- it's just a right? chuck steak. It's a steak from the chuck. If you look at it, actually, it's a continuation of the of the ribeye. It's further up on the cow, and. A lot of, you see the marbleization, a lot of it actually is, people don't know, you know, you know club steak? Club steak is between the chuck and the ribeye. It's probably the best steak out there. The reason it's the best is because it actually has more of the surprise than the eye. Oh, I love the, the surprise part. Okay, so so this is, an, I'm going to just hold If you were to take a slab. I'm just going to show this, to sure. hold this up for the people who are watching on our YouTube channel you have to listen and watch. We're a multi-sensory radio show. Um, see, here there's like a lot of marbling of fat. That's what you want. The fat is the flavor. Uh, yep, definitely. I mean, the, talking about evolution, back in 2010, everyone was into like first cut briskets. Whoa, no they, one uses They it. were. No one was using fat. No one was using fat. Dry. You know, the, it's awful. But that's what it was. And now, in mean, the last 10 years, it's all been about second cut and fatty cuts. I, I, I believe, give it another year or so, it's going to all go back to that first cut and the, and the leaner meats. Really? For health reasons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a fad. I, I remember buying a second cut brisket when I first moved to the five towns. It was four ninety nine a pound, a second cut brisket. They couldn't give it away. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yep. And now it's very hard to buy. <laughs> but have, have, you, have, you, um, have you cooked chuck steaks? I'm sure you have. It's called chuck steak. You probably didn't even realize. You probably picked them up and you used them. I use oyster steak and the New York strip steak. They're okay. my favorite okay. go-to steaks. I but I mean, just, just look how nicely it cooks and, and slices. Right. Is, but is that a sous vide? 
This is not sous vide. Uh, this one is, sorry. Yep. I cannot get into that. I've had shows about it. I own two of them. I'm like, why do you need to sous vide a steak and wait three days? But this is not sous vide. This is just grilled. And and no, that's not true. Like something like a, this, this steak sous vide is what? How long? It's a... It's, uh, what, three hours? Three hours. I can take a cast iron pan, sizzle agreed, one side, agreed, sizzle on agreed. the other, geschmack. But you know you what? Crust? How do you get the, the, oh, you sear it after, for sure. Taken after. After. Yes. So you have to do it anyway. You have to sear yeah. it anyway. Yeah. You're searing it for much uh-huh. shorter, yes, but you do want that crust. Yes. Listen, any, any really good food, listen, you can make everything quickly and it will taste good, but if you want to get that love, you put in the extra time. Uh-huh. I mean, the olive oil. I'm sure if you go and you give it a quick squeeze, you'll get some good olive oil. But if you want the, the good quality stuff, there's uh, a process. No? It's a process. Right. Ashley, <laughs> it's all about the process. Okay, there's This Judd. is interesting. We had, uh, you were talking about the 26 judges involved, but he did an article on koji. Do you know what koji is? Koji it's a meat. F- it, no, no. Koji is not a meat. Koji is fermented rice, which they grind, they blend up, and they, they basically... I think Mishpacha I saw recently did a small a small article on it. We have a full feature on it, basically explaining you take it and you cover the meat in it, and it takes a day or two. I think it's actually two days if I'm, I have to check. See, I, don't even, I didn't even get a chance to read it myself. <laughs> but um, it 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 uh, it creates like an aged flavor and texture, like a 30 day age. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And it's worth it. It really is. By the way, the aged room and the meat. Restaurant at meat. Is, is so that event was actually going to be for the Hanukkah issue, but yes, the restaurant was outstanding. It was really good. Oh my god! Really under the radar. Under the radar. I mean, I think I think they had they took a really long time getting it built and then opening and then COVID, but um, we had a really there. good time. I'm going. Yeah. There. Did you have the tongue with yeah. the mole? Yeah, it was okay. I don't like tongue. Oh, I thought you liked tongue. No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, but that mo- I love mole. Like I love mole. I have a recipe in perfect flavors for mole. Yeah, we just we mentioned uh, Mazel before. Mazel does Syrian food, so we did Syrian simanim. So yeah, I got- love I love simanim platter. So this is actually tongue, right? Syrians do tongue. Syrians do tongue. There you go. Edger, right? Leek edger. Leek edger. I mean, I'm assuming like that pancakes, that's like a pancake. Barbara uh, Here, leek leek edger. Yep. yep, you got it. Yep. Yep. Barbara so lives in Brooklyn with all the Syrians. Right, and the Swiss chard. Yeah. yeah. No, because we do Moroccan ones, so we have... Are they similar? I don't do the pancakes. The okay. leek I make, I just kind of roast it with olive oil, but that's my own thing. Right. But we make uh, the lamb cheeks for the head oh, of wow. a lamb. I like so that. So I braise them and I add um, gourd and carrots. Okay, so there you have the, the simonim... Uh, um, little uh, raisins, you know, a little cinnamon. Yep. You got the simonin components so in there. So it's all braised together. That's really Ooh, yummy. That sounds good. Swiss chard we make. Do you have a recipe um, for that? Yeah. It's, okay. It's actually, I wrote a piece in uh, the Rosh Hashanah Mishpacha about simis. I was asked to write about oh, simis, I've, but I put my Moroccan recipe in it. I've got it. I've got it. So the, the one with the lamb is? No, it's going to be in the Rosh Hashanah issue. Oh, not the Tishrei. Uh, family first in the oh, family not, table. Not, not the one that just came out. No, now. not the one that not, first came okay. out. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, she, besides doing the simonim, she also did. These are her grandmother's potatoes, and yep. they are yes. phenomenal. Yes, these I've had with you a little have? tomato paste in it. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a, a kibbeh loaf, a cherry kibbeh loaf. Yeah, cherry kibbeh. Yeah. It sounds like intimidating. It's like a good meatloaf. I do. I did a kosher.com video, which will come out soon with that kibbeh pomegranates. It's a twist on okay. the on kibbeh cherry. cherry. Who'd you do that yeah. with? Jacqueline. Oh, of course. Okay, so Jacqueline. Coming breaks. out. I have yeah. four but kids married to Syrians, so oh, wow. yeah, yeah, she's wow. in the, she's Moroccan. Her husband's <laughs> right. Moroccan, but she's in. Guys, we got it. It's we got to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, let's go. So we did a beautiful, you mentioned this, this feast. We did a beautiful feast with Adina, the chef's wife. Um, oh, she's amazing. If you had to guess, what, give me two dishes that you, she would probably have done. I mean, you've seen the magazine, but she's pro she likes doing really nice roasts. She, she did a prime rib. Lamb. She did lamb, and then she did purees. That's what she's like really... Yeah. I, th I think that's what she, we like to focus on, what people specialize in. She did a great job. And then and obviously she did the... You mentioned this. The tuna carpaccio. Go for it. Don't that's worry. That's what I want to make. I want to make that. That's what I'm going to make. No, I love really Adina. Good. You know that a, I miss... She's from Sydney, but B, she's an amazing, talented cook. Like, she's... Incredible. I just missed Friday morning. I was I, I couldn't make it. I had to go. Uh, I had something. Uh, I, had, I couldn't make it. But a friend of mine went out on a boat from here, uh, 20 minutes away, and they caught a bluefin tuna, 120 pounds. Oh, oh my. Yeah. I did it last year, and uh, we had to go out three and a How half hours. How do you hours. even haul that onto the boat? Oh, it's a system, but okay. it's a lot of fun. Uh, and you come back and you eat that fish. There's nothing like it. I actually had it on Shabbos. I went to the Kiddush by his next-door neighbor, and he had given him some Toro. It was, a, it was excellent. Oh, that is yep. amazing. I love it. I love it. Guys, get your Flashix magazine. Do we have a coupon code for our readers? We always have a, mag a code for our readers. I believe it's NN18. NN18 saves you 18% NN me. You know? And, yeah, you get 18% off your subscription, and you get free access to the new app. Yeah, so, guys, go grab it uh, right now. Uh, we are continuing. You are welcome to stay on. On, but we've got to grab. Uh, I would like to stay on, but guess what? I have people in Crown Heights who came yesterday to pick up Danielle's spices. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's today. They had to pick it up today, so they asked me to go get it for them. Are you going to? You going to? I have now? to go pick up spices or something. Okay. I guess you'll text me what no, I should no, pick no. up for you. I need, here, I'm going to give you my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> this is all happening live. This all was not planned. Live. Danielle, Seriously, look what's going on here. I actually reached out to Mel to see if she was going. Okay. Um, could you pick one up for me? Leave your credit card. I'll pay for it. You can cash it. Okay, great. Right? See, wheeling and dealing right here on the network. No joke. <laughs> Naomi, this was great. Thank you very much. My pleasure. I love you and Shifra. Nice to meet you guys. Yes, you nice guys, to see you. I love this magazine. Go grab yeah, it, it now. It is a great magazine. It's really wonderful. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, okay, great. Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for coming. We're going to grab Alex Sachs on the phone. Can I do it now? I'm plugging – guys, this is how it works. ZK gives me a special cord for my phone. And I am going to call Alex Sachs now from Gebachala. Okay, thank you, Shlomi. Okay. Hey. Hi, how are you? How are you? Good, good, thank God. Okay. Okay, how, <laughs> how are you? Good, good, good. Good, Baruch Hashem. Um, yeah, you, good. Hold on, my, Alex, one second. We're going to move up our guests uh, on the show, and we have you on the line, Alex. Is, Alex, I've known him since he's a little kid, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> he's my friend's son, and um, Alex reached out to me uh, when I was in Israel, talking to me about Geba Chala, which means, well, why don't you take it away? I don't need to talk about it. You talk about it. No, no you're an amazing, you're an amazing speaker. <laughs> so are you. I don't know, hopefully I'll do well. Thank you, thank you. So there's this organization called Geb Achala, and Geb is give in Yiddish. You know, I'm, I'm trying to pick up on my Yiddish, and, and it's an unbelievable, unbelievable tzedakah. And, and the concept is, is uh, people, they sign up, they go to this website called gebachala.org, and each week their card gets charged $3.50, and they, they deliver a challah to someone in Svas. It's a movement. And the idea is a grassroots effort uh, to help feed these our needy brothers and sisters in Svas. Uh, I basically 
the, the way it got involved and it's a, a little bit of a, of a, of a crazy story but um it, i mean and, and a couple friends as well we don't take a cent for this uh we really um try to build up th- this movement um which brooklyn sham is, is is getting uh getting bigger and we're, we're just trying to spread the chalas you know get get, get chalas to people that, that need them uh basically a little bit about you know the the operation in Sfas in Israel there's a lot a lot of poverty uh, essentially, it's my grandfather's from Sfat. Wow, it, that's it, how it's we... an incredible city. It's beautiful, but unfortunately, yeah. it does have a lot of poverty. Exactly, yeah. There's just a lot of it. It's very sad, and in Israel, especially, there aren't a lot of the programs um, that thank God we have in America to help uh, alleviate poverty. There's not that much of the, um, I guess, government, you know, programs. And so it falls a lot on non-for-profits and, and different stock organizations to help fill that gap. And it turns out in, in Sfas, there isn't, um, there was a niche, an un- underfilled uh, niche, I guess, where that wasn't being serviced. You know, people were really, there are a lot of needy people there, you know, un- unbelievable and incredible families, uh, people that really literally can't, you know, put food on the table. And, and believe it or not, one of the items um, that can actually add up is challah. You know, you'll have people that'll have around five to ten kids, and a chal is around thirteen, fourteen shek, which translates to three dollars and fifty cents. And you're buying, you're buying a lot of those. You know, it can add up to a bill of thirty, forty dollars, uh, literally, you know, a week, which which is a lot of money. And we thought, what if we can get a ton of people, you know, each to literally have their car charged every week, just three dollars and fifty cents, and said exactly, and, and they you can give someone chala. Exactly. You give someone a call to you. And not only that, we send an email. Each week, we send an email showing pictures of your challah being delivered. You know, we think of ourselves almost as the uh, the, the delivery man, you know? Uh-huh. Someone said, <laughs> Amazing. You know, so I was, yeah. Amazing. Just spreading, spreading, spreading the joy, spreading the challah, and literally, you know, it, it, it feeding people, which, which is something that's, you know, that needs to be done. I think it's so incredible. Now it is less than two weeks till Rosh Hashanah, um, and... I thought we got to have someone on the show that, uh, you know, you do this, you, it's not your job, it's something you were just promoting and, you know, you have a, <laughs> a, a different career and you got involved in this organization. I think it's really special and really I mean, incredible. I, I'm a nobody. It's, it's the people, <laughs> the, the sign-ups. I just do a little bit of, you know, the, the Right, but it's very stuff. nice. You're volunteering. To get and, involved, yeah. But it's, and, the, it's the people, the people who are, you know, who are part of this movement, who are helping, you know, it's, it's the people in Sfas, it's the Rebame involved, you're right, that, that are really the... The, the heroes on this. Amazing. This, uh, Incredible. Okay, so Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the show. If people uh-huh. want to get involved, what's the website? So, gebachala.org. G-E-B-A-C-H-A-L-L-A-H.org. Fantastic. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much My for having My pleasure, me. Alex. Thank you for coming. Hatzlach with your incredible organization, Feeding the Needy in Sfat, giving people chalas, a beautiful thing in this time of the year and really every Shabbos, a beautiful era of Shabbos mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get involved in. Alex, we'll talk soon, okay? True. Thank you so much. My pleasure. All right. Alex Sachs from Geba Chala representing them. Isn't that so nice? It's beautiful. Right? Like he reached out to me while I was in Israel and I'm like, how could I not get involved? They're good people. Really good people. And and especially when you know someone since they're a little kid and now they're all grown up. You're like, I got to help out. Yeah. We all get so involved, you know, in, in just the pressure of Yom Tov and cooking and for someone to think about other people while they're also right. worrying about starting school and new shoes for the kids and 
right? It's, Baking it's, and freezing for Yom Tov. It's right. amazing. It's yeah. very, it's putting yourself out there for someone else. And I, I think Hashem wants to see that. So <laughs> as we totally. are being judged for everything right now, our whole year, yes. like, oh, to we got to Tadaka. right? Yep. Um, okay, so hi, how are you doing? Baruch Hashem, so good to be with you. Like, likewise, <laughs> yeah. so last time Barbara was on the show, it was at least five, six years ago. One of the I wrote a guests. food memoir, I think it came out in 2014, so it was probably around then. Right, there you yeah. go. One of the first guests, like the first year or two right. that we had I the show. Um, it was called uh, The Well-Spiced Life. Yeah. yeah. I just put out another book, okay, um, so a t- novel. So tell us about the novel. Well, the novel is... Um, it's Jane Austen transposed to modern-day Brooklyn. Because Pride and Prejudice is a shidduch story about a poor family with five daughters to marry off. Oh. And I thought, that's irresistible. That's too much like what's going on today with shidduchim. Right. So I kind of just transposed Pride and Prejudice into modern-day Brooklyn. Right. And Very it's called nice. Pride and Preference. So it's a lot of fun. Very cute. And where do we, where do we buy this book? Uh, Menucha put it out. So it's available through Menucha. Publications.com. It's available on Amazon and in any Jewish bookstore. Okay, so, fantastic. Yeah. And we have another cookbook author joining us. Uh, she her. came with Barbara, but we know each other a very long time because her son-in-law is a good friend of mine from Australia, and I just saw him mm-hmm. in Israel. So um, they just we just want to take take them the microphone and just put it up. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. And you also have a book in your own right. Um, Several books. Thank you. Thank God, Baruch Hashem. Yes. Tell, tell us about your book. Okay, well. And it's not a food book, but she's here. We've got to, like, you know. <laughs> okay, we're yeah. taking away from Barbara's uh, wonderful. Uh, we'll eat, we'll eat. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, don't go, worry. Good, don't I can't worry. wait. <laughs> okay, well, this called, the first book two years ago was called On My Own, but Not Alone, which is meant for women who are on their own, whether they're widowed, divorced, or single, and for everyone else who would like to understand the challenges and lifestyle of women who are not. Uh, the, living the life, I, the life that they would have chosen, and the challenges give them chizuk, for other people to gain sensitivity, give them. Just pick up your microphone a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that was my goal, and Baruch Hashem, I think, hope that it has served people and people. We did it with Art Scroll. That's right. Yes. 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 I'm yes. team. Yeah. Yes. So um, that was. What I hope would help a certain that segment of the community, and there are many, many, many people who uh, do not live the normative life that we would like. The challenges, especially in the firm world, where right. we're so couple and family oriented, and these are people who, not by their own choice, um, are sort of sort of feel like in the periphery of what. Oh, it's great you brought that out. So with the book. Um, I hope it gives them chizuk and legal yeah. information and psychological information and. Beautiful. And, and you have another book coming yes, out. Yes, this is very exciting. Actually, in the next two or three weeks, also with Arts Gold, it's called More Than Special. And it is subtitled Perspectives from the World of Special Needs. And it's, again, we have uh, On My Own But Not Alone. And uh, this book has the voices of the people themselves. With We had women's voices. These are the voices of families with special needs, of some of the individuals themselves expressing their own feelings and um, it's uh, again we have uh, rabbinical chizuk pieces from uh, um, Moshe Shapiro who again to give chizuk psychological and then um, from professionals um, Beautiful. concepts of inclusion concepts of, of therapies uh, 
pressure and you know, dealing with the stresses of the family. So we get desensitized, and it is also uh, a memorial to my son's side, Joel of Shalom, uh, who was come to COVID a year ago and who spent his whole life wanting everyone to be okay. And I wanted the book that would help people be okay. Okay. So, uh, well, I'm really glad you. you got to come today. Thank you. And we got yes. to talk about it. And just, even though it's not food, it's, it, we're, we are food and family. And I think, you know, this is family and food and we're going to bring it all together. And especially this time of the year, we have to try to be sense, have sensitivity and learn and grow as a person. These books will help us grow as a person. And Okay, good. Well, I'm glad we're here because we have Barbara here with a collection. Look, I don't know if you're watching on our YouTube channel, but we've got a ton of food in front of us. We're like, whoa, what are we going to do? But we've got to start eating because ZK and I always get hungry on the show, right? ZK, we talk about food all the time, but now we get to eat. But really, we're here to talk about uh, Barbara and her husband um, started an oil company. That's right. My husband was looking for a new business venture. And he grew up in Morocco until he was about 18. I'm dying to go. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I would like to get Have there. Have you been? I'm still waiting to go. My sister-in-law actually still lives in Marrakesh. Okay. She, she, officially, yeah, she, she does kosher catering, in fact, in Great. Marrakesh. Even Although better. she got stuck in Israel for COVID. So she's planning to go back again soon, but she, she got stuck in Israel for a long time. Okay. Went not, for, you know, not a bad place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Baruch Hashem. Um, and when my sister-in-law used to come visit us, uh, often for Chagim, she would bring me like plastic bottles full of argan oil. Argan? Argan. A-R-G-A-N. So okay, this let's is have a look. I want to see. Argan oil. Argan. Like right. it's like, I would say argan, but argan. 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 It comes from a tree called the argan I... tree. Smell it. Yeah. It's like nutty. It's not very nutty. Oh my God, right it's away. It's a beautiful smell. It's a, it's a, a unique. You know, I didn't have smell for a year because of Corona. Oh, I lost no. my smell when I had Corona at the be- beginning. I had Corona a year ago uh-huh. and, and a year and a half ago and I lost my smell. Yeah. I just got it back a year later. Right away, almond. Uh-huh. That smells like almonds. Or just, it's a nutty, uh, yeah, yeah. very nutty smell. It's very nice. It's also extremely healthy. It's one of these, you know, like olive oil, it's mm-hmm. uh, anti-cancer and anti, yeah, it keeps your blood sugar levels down. It's just one of these like all around super healthy oils. It's also used a lot in cosmetics. Um, you've probably seen in shampoos and mm-hmm. skincare. Well, I've got, it's really I've got daughters with really hydrating. crazy curls. Yeah. And she was told to use Moroccan oil for her hair. Yeah, argan oil. Yeah, that's what it is. Because the argan tree only grows in Morocco. It's oh. the only place in the world that it exists. And um, I have found out since we got involved with this that um, it grows on a tree. It's like a fruit. And then inside is the, which people don't really eat much. They feed it more to livestock. And inside is like a pit. And inside the pit are kernels. And the kernels are then roasted and um, ground into, you know, they make the oil out of grinding the, the kernels. Now, if for the cosmetic oils, they don't roast it because that gives it the flavor the the nuttiness okay we don't so, need to eat right yeah, yeah. although you I, technically you could use this the same way you use the cosmetic i mean you could put okay. it on your skin or your hair right, it just right. it has a little bit of a smell to they it they say so when you don't cr- want to walk around when you have cradle smelling. cap they say to put on olive oil on the cradle yeah. babies with the cradle well, cap well this would also uh-huh. would also do the trick so this they put mostly on salads like you would take um, like this is roasted peppers Barbara made yummy this food is, um, roasted peppers it's something Mostly a finishing oil. Okay. But you can also use it for things like um, you can saute mushrooms in it. 
Mm. I found a tremendous recipe. You saute mushrooms, you add a little bit of um, broth, and you cook it till it's saucy, and you put it on top of pasta with a little Parmesan and, <gasps> and parsley, and it's amazing. And it would be so. par because you don't have it with butter. So this right, right, right. This, but this. but you have a nice flavor to it because right, it's such a nice, nice tom. Okay, cool. So anyway, so that's how I discovered argan oil. And we, our first thought was just to import the argan oil because it's very in now with cosmetics. And yeah. But people don't know it as a culinary oil. Yeah, I only thought so it was we, hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's so delicious that we thought let's introduce it to the the food scene. It is kosher. Everything we make, obviously, is kosher. Okay, yeah. and you know, Extra virgin olive oil doesn't even need a hersha, from what I understand. Right, no. Especially for Pesach, it doesn't need a hersha. Yes, yeah. That's right. If it's cold-pressed, it doesn't need a hersha. And then we also then we said, you know, let's do olive oil also, because Moroccan olive oil is... It's an ancient Mediterranean country, just like Greece, just like Italy, and they make olive oils that are really of the same quality. Like, super... This is high-end, you know, high-end olive oil. It's not... Olive oil, it's like wine. You know how wine, you can have like a cheap uh, $5 bottle from the grocery store, and then you can have a you know $1,000 bottle of uh, right. whatever the, I forget the, I'm blanking on the fancy. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> Non-Jewish names. But um, olive oil is the same thing. The, that concept of um, terroir. Like the, right. you know, the, the, it's the, the tasty, soil and right, the climate. The taste of the climate. That's right, what they everything say. that goes into making the grape what it is. Right. So the same thing applies to olives. Right. So if you get the right olives, my husband went to Morocco. He selected an orchard and That's got production so started. Cool. And, um, so, so like um, entrepreneurial. Result. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So how long did this process start? How many years ago? Oh, it's really been the first year. We're, okay, so it's yeah. like during Corona. Yes, exactly. Psh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Morocco's been open during Corona. Like a lot of people have gone there. Yeah. I know Danielle yeah. went. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so can we try some of these oils? I'm oh, sure. I'm just wondering, would you, did you want to, um, you know, like one, my, my mother-in-law when used to visit us, she would take a baguette or, you know, a whole wheat bread and she would just... Pour a little bit of olive oil into oh, a yes. bowl. See, okay, we're See, ready. Like, I don't know if you want to. I need to know, go and wash, just... hey? Do you want to wash? I, I... You want to go <laughs> home? <laughs> um, you talk, Here, I'll sm- wash. Before I add, let, let me start to. Okay, so I'm going to. I'm going to go wash and, and see what. Oh, oh, amazing. My, my tongue's tickling. What, yeah, what notes do you pick up from this? Olives. Just olives, uh-huh. uh-huh. Tomatoey? Like a like a smells a little bit like a, a pick tomato. Hmm. But everyone smells something different. Hey, what do you think? Yeah, you smell. Bring bring a knife. <laughs> I do smell I it smells like a very strong a, a, a true olive oil smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get other variations, but I do so wait for Naomi to come. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, here. Oh. Sorry. I was actually going to go to um, Patisse this morning and run and get you a... Oh, man. I was going to run to... So uh, in the studio, the bathroom is really far down the corridor from the studio. But the home studio has a kitchen uh, right in it. <laughs> okay, here. This is actually a spelt um, baguette. I was going to really? run. I live off Avenue M and I was going to get some like from Patisse. Mm. And it was, I didn't have time. 
So I grabbed these. I made this. This is a whole wheat spelt. You made that? Yeah, it's a whole wheat spelt. I guess. Oh my god, yeah. it's amazing! <laughs> so here. So Zatar, I love Zatar. Zatar so, is Zatar Moroccan? Not it's not Moroccan. It's Yemenite, you know, right? No, I think it's like Lebanese, Syrian. Oh, okay. Um, but Moroccans use it too. And my mother, this is, would be her breakfast. This is she amazing. Beautiful, you know, good quality olive oil okay, with zaatar. And you know, like um, a lot of health people say, a teaspoon of olive oil a day is really good for your keeps heart. Keeps the doctor and, away. Yeah, keeps the doctor away. Yeah. It is. It's delicious. a really the yeah, bread, it's a the really zaatar, and the and the olive oil. Oh my god. Right. Where was your honey? I also wanted to show you. Yeah, this is ahead. a very Moroccan thing: is to mix honey and argan oil. Okay. As a kind of a spread. So I'm going to um, do a little bit of that Barbara, you. you might need to open a bakery now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, hold that up to the yeah. camera. I make, a, I make a good challah, by the way, and people over the years have told me, you know, oh, you should start, you know, start selling it. So we're now mixing. I do so much cooking for my family Can and I everybody her? else. I just, I, between that and writing for Mishpacha. Uh, right. Team Mishpacha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so this is What's like, the ratio here? Because this might be a really nice... Thing that people could dip their apple. Could you dip apples in this? Yeah, or why not? Chala, chala, maybe. Yeah, I guess you could do apples too. Just, I'm kind of winging it. I'm doing a little half and half. Okay, this is so yummy. Abby, you want to go wash? Yeah. You and washed. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is amazing. There's another Moroccan thing you can also, if you want it more like a like a peanut butter or like a paste, you can add on some ground almonds. Oh. And make Wait, it. this is Pesach dick. You could do this on Pesach. That's right. <gasps> See, I think about Pesach all year. Really? I'm sure, no joke. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm already like that. getting stressed at Pesach. Well, Pesach is, we're already up to Rosh Hashanah. That means Pesach's in five minutes for me. But yeah, there's no, two others. Right. Uh, five, it means it's five minutes plus 30 seconds. <laughs> what do you think? Um, it's good, right? It just gives a little like sweet. a. It gives like a little kick to the honey. It gives it a little more depth or a little more. I'm tasting more sweetness than I am mm. um, olive. Olive. So maybe the, I should add a little more argan. Yeah. But, put, yeah. Okay. This is cool. I like. This is really good. And the That's bread. I can't go over her bread. <laughs> I'm keeping the leftover. <laughs> load. Is it my freezer? I'm, I'm loading my freezer now. It's Arab Rosh Hashanah. I'm trying to get everything. And uh, I have done zero for Rosh Hashanah. Like okay. I, I've sent out menus to the people you that I'm cooking home. for, but I'm leaving already tomorrow. Again, wow. I'm going to New Mexico. Right, right. Santa so, Fe. You know. So wow. So and then something like this, like this, this is, is very Moroccan. You might. Okay, wanna, what is that? Okay, I didn't. Was that to bother you for some salt? But is it very spicy? You can spicy? put either argan oil or a nice olive oil. Sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. So I'm afraid to say yes or no. But we would just drizzle a little of this and a little salt. We keep salt on our kitchen table. I only use kosher salt. Um, all my listeners know you're only allowed to use kosher right, salt. Right. Table, table salt gets thrown in the garbage. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Are you okay. um, aversive to... Is it very spicy? It's hard to tell. Sometimes they're mild and sometimes they're not. Okay, you go first. Maybe try. You go first. <laughs> People so... think Moroccans all eat super spicy but things. But you don't. Moroccans we don't. We don't necessarily. But, no. but you probably some eat do, more sephardic things than me. Yes, well that for sure. Okay, Barbara's taken her first bite of the... <laughs> mm, no, not so bad. Okay, good, fine. I will take some. It's got a little kick, but it's not 
Um, okay. Incendiary. I want to try it with the tomatoes because I love tomatoes. Are they my tomatoes or your tomatoes? Oh, these I was going to put on the um, my okay. salad nicoise, but Okay, uh, no, yeah. we're going to do it. No, we'll do it in the salad nicoise. You make your salad nicoise. We've got nine minutes left because the radio show okay. turns turns everything very fast. You think you have an hour, and then next thing I you know, know, it goes very fast. So what? How are we doing in terms of time? Oh, we have time. Okay. Good. Okay. So what did I? I just took the bread and the yeah, yeah. and this and the, I'm t I'm this, making. This is like how we eat, you know. We start meals with these, like salatim. That okay. is amazing. It's good, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, you like it. <laughs> what is this? You know how Moroccans are. You can't you, you can't start a meal unless there's like twenty salatim on the table, right? A lot of roasted peppers, matbucha, um, Moroccan carrots, beets. I went to know. a restaurant in Israel called Chizkiyahu. Tzidkiyahu, Tzidkiyahu, or Chizkiyahu. It's one of the kings. It's it's in um, Talpiot. They started out with tw 25 dips on the table in front of us. It yes. was unbelievable. That's right. That's right. It's like a competition. Like I, I said in my cookbook, like if the Moroccan women have this like competition. Like, oh, you only made, you know, 20 salads? Oh, I, I always put out 25. It's, that's when we're not having guests, you know. So. <laughs> Show off. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so... Here, take some more. And now you might want to try this also. This mm. is roasted grilled peppers. No, you don't do these? No. Okay. I this put I can little... do. Okay. okay. I'll do it after. Okay. Because these have a little, I put a little argan oil on this, a little salt. Okay, let me try a little. I just, I'll... just one. Okay. I usually don't eat peppers. Uh-huh. Well, these are um, roasted. I don't know if that okay. makes a difference. Okay. No, we'll, we'll, we'll try. See, guys, I'm eating a pepper. Everyone makes you fun of like me. You don't like peppers? You know what I also don't eat? Rice. Huh. I know. It's weird, right? I'm like weird. I don't like green peppers. I can't. I don't so know. it's they funny. Don't, I can eat like that. Back. I can eat that. I can eat that, but I can't and eat I can a green eat jalapeno, pepper. But I, I usually never eat these. Huh. But maybe with argan oil. A little more of a tom, right? Yeah, it's much better than what I expected. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's me. Right, yes. Uh -huh. It's not you. It's me. Mm -hmm. It's. Uh, it, I, fi I find that the flavor of peppers just like burns my mouth. So I thought maybe I had an allergy, but maybe it's raw, only raw peppers. So I don't use them. In so my books, I use But these are roasted and peeled. Yeah, no, they're good. Yeah. I've, I'm actually surprised I'm not getting that tingling taste. Maybe because it's peeled? Yeah, And maybe. it's roasted? Maybe. Or maybe it's because it's you. <laughs> That I doubt. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what are we going to do with so, this tuna? We're doing this whole southern Izoise thing going here. Oh, well, I was just thinking, because it's near Yom Tov, this year we have, like, how many meals? 20-odd, 23 Yom Tov meals? <laughs> really? Between between Erev Rosh Hashanah and... and I actually heard it from Nachum Siegel, so if it's wrong, you can uh, no, I'll <laughs> tell Nachum, Nachum. Okay. So, I'd love you know, to count. Is that including Shabbos? I think it's Erev. And it's Erev and the Shabbos and Erev and Yontif. And I mean, just all these pre Yontif. And not Cholamoy. Like, I don't know. It's a lot. We've got to add that up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it gets to be an awful lot of meals. And, yeah. And a lot of Shabbos and a lot of Yontif. And Shabbos, we usually have like Moroccan fish or sometimes fried fish or sometimes fish cakes or fish balls. But you just get tired of it. Like, how much can you do? And how many different starters can you yeah. do? So this is one of my go-to um, things for, like, Yom Tov. It's really good for Pesach. It does include string beans. So if you're Ashkenaz, you wouldn't do the string beans. But we do as Sephardim. But I feel like Salad Nisoise is one of those classic um, mm -hmm. dishes. Simple ingredients, pantry ingredients, potatoes, um, olives. Uh, what else? 
tuna. <laughs> right. Tuna, lettuce. Right. You or know? Raw I've actually done it with raw tuna. Oh, that would be very yummy. Yeah. Right. Eggs. O Aussies. Hard-boiled eggs, Ooh. olives. So it's just like a nice change, and it's kind of something for everybody. And it's much better if you use it with a good um, olive oil, if you make the dressing with a good olive oil. So I made – let me pour this in here. I put together – this is like a vinaigrette with olive oil. Um, what I put together? We might have to supersize your show a few minutes because I don't want to get off the air. It's our first <laughs> show of the season, season right, 10. Right. We're going to give it a few more minutes. Well, actually, while Barbara does that, I just want to give a, a shout out to Posh Settings um, for your paper goods. Um, poshsettings.com, if you use the code Naomi10, you save 10% off your yont of paper goods. I meant to say that at the beginning. Um, that's where I get my paper goods from. I'm just sharing it. Um, you know, I try to give uh, tips and tricks of, you know, making Yontif easier. So, um, and I try to get a discount code for all my listeners. So, um, guys, so poshsettings.com, code Naomi10 will save you 10% off awesome paper goods just to make life a little bit easier for yourself when you're running to shore and then you don't have to worry about washing dishes. So, okay. So, anyway, I, you know, I'm a big fan of like the quick and dirty ways to prepare. Okay. Not because nobody wants to be. So really what I, you could do is just put a mound of, you know, sometimes they make this bigger. You could even use canned salmon if you want to be a little bit different. Fant or leftover, if, if you have leftover salmon from That's the night right. before. Like, yeah. let's think, you know. Yeah, let's think recycling. Recycling. Then you can take some. Green beans. I mean, it's green beans. So I just kind of dump it in a bowl okay. with my vinaigrette. But if you have some leftover broccoli, you could use broccoli. Right? That's right. Like, yes, yes, I guess. Make it I mean, it's not version. the traditional one. It's not when, right. That would make it a riff of uh, this, but... And if you want to do it really high-end, you could get, you know, those like little... Haricot verde. Yes. Haricot vert. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I know. You speak French. <laughs> I speak Australian. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. My French teacher would be proud that I... My, my, my high school French teacher. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother's... My, sorry, not my brother's. My son-in-law's grandmother... Um, lives in Montreal, and but she's from Paris, and uh -huh. she has a real um, beautiful French accent. She's teaching me how to say things better. <laughs> well, in food, so much of food is it's French. French, right, right, right. Mise en place, right. Sous -vide. Exactement. Exactement. Okay, and then I use the same bowl. I just keep, you know, dumping everything in okay, because I'm too lazy to keep washing bowls and using different bowls. When right, you're I love it. I love of, it. You know. And we've then got I put the potatoes. Oh, in. the potatoes! I love Some it. She cute just potatoes. Actually, this is a really great idea because you, when I that. serve mine, when I do my salad as well, I kind of like drizzle the dressing over. Over top. But you're missing. I just right. But this, you're actually tossing it in the dressing first. Mm -hmm. Genius! This is <laughs> genius, people. Genius. Right. And now we're gonna have. And some then it gets onto the lettuce, and then let's see what else do we have. Oh my god, I love it! Like this, and you can be so artistic. We'll um, you know what else is tomatoes. good on this? Is some tomatoes. 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 What else do I have? Oh, and some black olives. You want okay. to Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Black olives yeah. Maybe we'll leave olives. them on the side. You don't like black olives? <laughs> no. Okay, so I'll leave them off. But, you know, it, it's a nice color. You know? Zuki's like, no, no, no olives. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it on the side. No olives. Right, right. But okay, uh, so olive oil, olives. yes. Yes, we love olive oil. So, and anyway, you can pour maybe a little bit more on top of the. Oh, I love tuna, it. Instead of mayonnaise, like, you know, it's be the high end, a little more on the lettuce. And it's much healthier than mayonnaise. And we can have it with some bread it. on the side. Yeah. And there you side. go. And it's easy and it's simple and it's pantry ingredients. But if you use a high end olive oil, like 
these Ariel premium olive oils. Right. I showed you. Oh. Then it, it, it really does lift the, the flavor up. And I made this vinaigrette with lemon because I, like a lemon vinaigrette, because that's what I had around. We love lemon. But it's also very good with um, balsamic. Oh, okay. Vinegar also. So. Can we just talk yeah. about where we can buy these beautiful things? Look, they yes. make a really nice gift because you go somewhere for Yontif <laughs> yes. and you bring a bottle of wine, but you don't need to bring a wine. Bring the bottle of oil. Look. It looks so pretty. It comes with a label or That's a right. gift box here. How do we That's find it? We so um, we're on Instagram at um, Ariel Oil. Ariel, like A-R-I-E-L, Oil. Yeah. And we have a website, arganoliveoil.com. Okay, and people can, you can't buy through the shops, you get it You can, it we are in Seasons and Moishas and Pomegranate and Evergreen and a lot of the kosher stores I have to get carrying. you into Gourmet Glat. Okay. <laughs> okay, that fantastic. We love. Well, we may be in Gourmet Glat, I have to check. We okay. might be in Gourmet We need Glad, it in right? the five towns. So, yes, you, know. you do. Yes, you do. Um, okay. mm -hmm. This is fantastic. I love these bottles. They're beautifully designed. Yes, you see the color and the, you can tell the, my husband was explaining to me that, that today a lot of oils on the market are, they say that they're like, you know, extra virgin, blah, blah, blah. A lot of them are really mixed. So they take the really, the good stuff and they mix with like a lower quality. Right. And that's the olive oils that will like congeal when you leave them out. Ah. You know, you know on a cold shelf. <laughs> You'll see the, you know, because they, they separate a little bit. These shouldn't congeal. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. They will not congeal. This is the real deal. It's the real deal. This is like, you know, bottles like this, like the Greek and the um, Italian, they can sell for like $90 a bottle. Wow. Because they're the, it's the really like wine. High, it's like wine. Really like yeah. wine. Yeah. Amazing. Thank so, you, Barbara. Thank you so pleasure. much for coming out. And have, okay. This is amazing. I have to wipe my hands. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll go wash your hands and then we're ZK and I can eat. This was an amazing, amazing, slightly supersized first show right. of season 10. Thank you all so much for joining us. We have to start off with a bang. We, we start off right? with yeah. a bang. We had Shloimi and we had Barbara and we had Alex and we had Ahava and it's just an amazing, amazing show today. Um, Please join us next week. Uh, we have another great lineup. Um, so wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom, a great week. Enjoy the last few days of summer. Some of you have already had kids starting school, but really just excited to be back for another great season. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until the benching. Shabbat Shalom. Happy travels too. Happy cooking.